I'm Al John Go, podcaster and producer of the Disney List, Skull Rock Podcast, and Dining at Disney. When you're creating content, podcast, webcasting, live streaming, or wanting to step up your video conference calls, you need quality gear and accessories. That's why I use Gator Frameworks in my studio. From professional broadcast boom arms and microphone stands, studio monitor speaker stands, ring light kits, headphone holders, elite furniture studio desks, and acoustic wall treatments, Gator Frameworks has you covered. Gator is the leading brand of cases, stands, and support system solutions for music, pro-AV, creative pro, IT, and general utility industries. They have over 1,000 different solutions made from vacuum-formed plastics, rational molded plastics, wood, sewn, and EVA materials. Leveraging their expertise in case design and manufacturing, Gator has a complete OEM division that works with leading companies around the world to engineer and create custom cases for original equipment manufacturers. For more information, visit GatorFrameworks.com. Product provided in exchange for promotional consideration. Skull Rock Podcast, talking all things Disney, with your hosts, Al John Goh and Dave Bossert. Do you just love to learn more about the magic that embodies animated films, theme park attractions, and more? The all-encompassing universe created and produced by the genius of Walt Disney has spanned nearly 100 years in counting. From his earliest film endeavors with the Laughagram cartoons and the Alice comedies, to the creation of Mickey Mouse, to the first animated feature film, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, and then dreaming up Disneyland, Walt Disney continuously raised the creative bar, and today his company has carried on that tradition as a global entertainment juggernaut. I'm Dave Bossert, artist, filmmaker, and author. And I'm Al John Go, musician, podcaster, and radio guy. Every week, Dave and I will explore the entertainment galaxy that is Disney with insightful conversation, stories, and special guests talking all things Disney. Listen to never-before-heard stories and behind-the-scenes moments from some of your favorite Disney films, theme park attractions, performances, books, music, and so much more from knowledgeable, insightful, and thought-provoking hosts and guests. Hear the latest news about Disney past, present, and future. Skull Rock Podcast is your go-to source for the magic we all love. Skull Rock Podcast. Visit SkullRockPodcast.com. I'm Al John Go, co-host of the Disney List podcast, as heard on Sorcerer Radio, as well as Skull Rock podcast. Here with my wife, Kristen. Hello. Hello. You are an earmarked agent who books Disney travel vacations for people all the time. Give our listeners a reason why they want to give you a call instead of just booking a trip by themselves. Well, I can do all of the legwork for them. I have expertise. I've been to the Disney parks well over a hundred times so they've got that knowledge at their hand as well as it saves them time and money where can people get in touch with you so that they can book their next disney cruise disney park trip adventures by disney they can contact me at theme parks and cruises at gmail.com From the Gator Framework Studio in Music City, it's the Dining at Disney Podcast. You know the thing about good food? It brings folks together. All walks of life. You'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you hungrily explore the Disney parks. Let's do this thing! The Dining at Disney Podcast with your hosts, Kristen Hetzel, Bubba Alvarez, and Kat Arcori. 
whoa, am I doing this again? Sure, What's happening? Not? Welcome to the Dining at Disney podcast. <laughs> I'm Kat, and joining me today are Kristen and producer Al John. If you haven't already, please make sure to like, subscribe, and click the notification bell so you know when we post new content. We have sh- two shows now a week, Thursday and Monday. Let us know what works best for you. We always are welcome to feedback as long as it's positive. Uh, <laughs> we talked about... <laughs> We talked about uh, some Valentine's Day offerings uh, last week. Today, we're going to talk about what, Kristen? Our top five most romantic restaurants to dine at at Walt Disney World. However, we do have some honorable mentions at both Mm -hmm. Walt Disney World and we've got two mentions for Disneyland. So, yes. Yeah. Can't leave, can't leave us West Coasters out. No. Yes. And, you know, I'm just going to say it at the top of the show. This is our, it's a Valentine's Day show, but like, let's be romantic all year round, people. All year round. Let's do it all year round. Well, that's why I I thought most romantic would be good versus like best places to go for Valentine's because. I love it. I've never been a big like Valentine's Day person. Mm Mm-mm. Um, I've told, told him when we were dating, like he bought me a dozen roses one year and I was like, don't, don't like, this is very sweet and I love it, but, but don't like, just thank you. Stop it right now to like, (laughs) I'd rather pick another day in the week and go and have a nice dinner and, Mm -hmm. you know, just enjoy company and kind of be like, okay, this meal we're going to leave behind talking about work and this and that, like anything that's not your happy stuff. Yes, I agree 100%. I don't know. Maybe it's because I just wasn't, you know, that that girl who at 12 years old had a boyfriend for like ever, no. you know, there's always this, those girls that start having boyfriends like in sixth and seventh grade and always have a boyfriend. And I no. just was not, I wasn't that girl. I don't have time for that. <laughs> no, I'm 33 years old. I still have no boyfriend. So no, no thanks. I'm good. I'm good. I will say this. I do love a good card from anyone Mostly at any time, but at this time of year, especially, I love a card. I love a good card. I got a card last year that had uh, David from Schitt's uh, Creek on it. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> and it said like it said something like I don't. It was like just so funny because he's so funny. And I was like, I don't care about Valentine's Day, but this card made my entire week. Oh, <laughs> it was fun. I'm easy but. to please, but yeah. I haven't gotten you any any flowers really since then. I think maybe I, I got you some flowers on occasion, you know, when you're coming home from the hospital or something or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't. But, but yeah. nothing like nothing like that. I tell you what you do like. I tell you what you do like. Ghirardelli. I no. Ghirardelli chocolates, dark chocolate. I like, I like gourmet gourmet chocolates because that's I've one thing that. he used to do oh. when he would travel mm-hmm. any mm-hmm. place that had their own local specialty gourmet yes. chocolate place. He would go oh, in. Yeah. And get me um, a box or whatever uh, that had a variety of their their flavors and stuff like that and would bring it home love to me. That. And yep. that I liked. Yeah. Yes. I also love a novelty-shaped Reese's peanut butter cup. Oh, yeah. Any Anytime. Any holiday. Anytime. Christmas tree, ghost, pumpkin, heart, football. Great. Give them all to me. Perfect. <laughs> and Cadbury eggs for the yeah. Easter season. Yeah. 
I miss the way Cadbury used to make their eggs. Nice. Oh, they, they, the whole other reduced, show. Yeah, they've reduced so much over time. But anyway, yeah. So easy, easy for me. Like any anytime, anytime Kristen makes something to eat, I'm very happy. So it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. But there's there's plenty of reasons to pick romantic type restaurants. It doesn't have to be Valentine's Day. I mean, yes. you have birthdays and anniversaries and you know somebody Tuesdays. gets a promotion and so you want to do something big for mm-hmm. your special someone hey even you Agreed. know sometimes girls going out like going you know what let's just have a girls yes. night let's go to a nice restaurant have some yes. wine eat good food and you know have a good time and get dressed Ambience. up yep. yes exactly yes. all of the above all of the above okay so should we start with honorable mentions Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Go to Disneyland first. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So one of our honorable mentions. Well, and I guess this really is not an honorable mention. These are like the two places at Disneyland that are the most romantic places to eat, period. Yes. It's a short short list. Short list. Yeah. It's short. Uh, Carthay Circle. I think they have a great atmosphere there with a fantastic menu. Agree. I love just Carthay Circle in general is so it's just so sleek and sharp. I, I, you can't go wrong. You just, you can't outside, inside lounge, upstairs, whatever they have. They got it all. It's one of those places when I'm in there and I'm looking around, I just kind of imagined back in the 1920s of how everybody sitting around you would have been dressed in this restaurant. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, you kind like of a, like get this. Oh like yeah. A finger wave. And a feather and a dress with sequins. Yes. Yes. And then, of course, you would yes. have had to have had, the, the women would have had to have had the little long attachments for their cigarettes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. A cigarette holder with a glove. Ugh. Chef's kiss. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, what's the other one at, at Disneyland? Let's uh, Napa Rose at the Grand Californian Hotel and Spa. I tell you that 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 picture they put on there at Disneyland is so cheesy. It literally looks like any generic photo you would get. Um, you know, just one of those those generic photos that you would actually pay for. You know, this is this is a great restaurant. Check this out. It's just oh, it is. I mean, some of the pictures Disney put. I mean, I get what they're going for, but. Well, clearly, I'm, it's a romantic poster. Really, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'm really interested in the, the food, and I'm like, show me a picture of the food. Not he's got. Yes. Well, he's got he's got a little. Uh, yeah, he's got. Is looks like a rack of lamb or something. Uh-huh, I was gonna say from the bone, it looks like lamb. Yeah. Like mm. a lamb chop. La- lamb, lamb chop. Poor Lammy. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fan, Kristen. Not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> They're so cute. I love little uh, lambs and sheep. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Carol Channing. <laughs> um, and we have two honorable mentions for Walt Disney World because it by the was way, really by the way, you hard. had to be at least like sixty-five and up to understand what I just said there with the Carol I Channing, right? Well, I know you do, but <laughs> just saying, <laughs> how many people? How many people reference Lamb Chop and Carol <laughs> Channing these days? Probably just me. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm not. We're near 65. Well, I'd say it. It's no. for the older set. She did and a guest spot on on uh, The Nanny, which is on <laughs> HBO Max. So. Which is also what from the 90s. These are like, yes. boy, we're, we're, we're 
going way back here. Uh, hey, the nineties was a great fellow kids. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, millennials, you're you're out. <laughs> no, I'm a millennial. <laughs> That's true. Gen Gen, Gen, Gen Z. Gen Z. Gen Z. Gen Z's. Okay, sorry, Gen Z's. <laughs> I think Cat was bro- I th- I think Cat was born in the wrong decade. So do I. I think uh, not only was she born in the wrong decade, I was born in the wrong decade. You were born in the wrong decade, right? We're all born in the wrong decade. That's know. why I always I, say I'm I, a grandma. I love the 90s though. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I love the 90s, but I also think like the 20s and 30s were I don't know. I just I like to imagine things back at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Narcusis is one of our honorable, honorable mentions. mentions. Thank you. I was trying yes. to think of what I was saying. Um, <laughs> it is located over at Disney's Grand Floridian. One of the best things about this place, other than the food, is it's located on the water of the Seven Seas Lagoon. So you have to, mm-hmm. it's not in the main part of the hotel. You have to walk out to the dock for taking the boat ride from the resort to Magic Kingdom. It's located out there. And so you have a really beautiful view of Magic Kingdom. And if you can get a table on the side of the restaurant that faces Magic Kingdom, you can see the fireworks. And it's it's really cool. I think it's a lot of times when people talk about great places to see the fireworks and restaurants to go to, this one is a easily overlooked place to to view those things from and mm-hmm. you can see the electric water pageant go by the restaurant too so That's we fun. like that and you cannot beat my favorite dessert to this day still and it was oh gosh what was the celebration it was it was only the dessert only came out for year of a million dreams yes year oh, cool. of a million dreams and they kept it on because it was so popular and it's so delicious. It is their almond crusted cheesecake with Lambert cherry sauce. Hello. Nowadays, I would have to ask them to just to put the cherry sauce onto the side. But that almond crusted cheesecake is incredible. And I'm not big on cheesecake, but this mm-hmm. cheesecake I could eat every day of the week. I want to tell everyone that if you're watching this show or you're listening, that it's super difficult to do this show every every Thursday night and record two episodes because I all this food talk is making me so hungry, and I literally we did literally had dinner before we recorded. Yes, we did. This is not fair. It's not right. <laughs> it's not right. Sorry. Well, sorry. And you've already started your fasting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was the other honorable mention, Kristen? It was Monsieur Paul, and oh, yes. that is. Temporarily closed. It has not reopened yet. So hopefully we will see that reopening soon. But it is located in the uh, France Pavilion at Epcot, up top of La Chasse de France. I have never been to either of those restaurants, which is very few and far between that that happens with. But I trust your recommendations. Excuse me. And uh, I'm interested to try them both. The food's good. Uh, the one thing we liked at uh, Narcosis was their surf and turf because you got the steak Ooh. and the lobster tail. Mm-hmm. And you really couldn't go wrong with it. The lobster tail was cooked perfectly. That often can be an issue for me is if it's cooked too long, it starts getting that like chewy texture. 
mm-hmm. and that's not any good. Uh, I would have to say that that's like my go-to meal at that restaurant is like their surf and turf with the almond crusted cheesecake for dessert. Um, once Sarah Paul, we've been twice and I've never had the same, um, the same dishes, but it's, it's a very nice restaurant. I definitely recommend if you haven't been and you like French food and you're looking for something a little more dressy, it's at the top of the, um, above the restaurant, uh, chefs. And so you have a Mm -hmm. nice view of the, um, world, world lagoon. What's it called? No, not seven seas. That's over in. Oh, I mean the, the, uh, where they do used to do eliminations. Yeah. Why am I drawing a blank? Just, just, isn't it just the world showcase? Balloon? No? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay. So, yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. I was like, I know it's something. Just the, just the lagoon. Okay. Are we ready to kick in the top and talk about our top five? Uh, yes, please. Okay. I'm going to let you start off with one of the, one of the five that we have already planned on. Okay. In no particular order. My choice was Toledo tapas and steak at Coronado Springs. Uh, I love this place. The The ambiance is incredible. The food is incredible. Everything there is like Dolly themed, which I love. They have two really wonderful bars, one in the lobby and then one on the top floor next to the restaurant. So you can have a drink before or after your meal. And then the chefs, they have a chef's signature dinner for two already on their menu, which is like, they want you to go there and have a romantic evening, mm-hmm. but it it's so, the food there is so good. And I love tapas. I know that some people don't like tapas, Tony, and I love tapas. So I would go here every single trip if it wasn't so incredibly expensive, but it is expensive. So you, but you pay for what you get and what you get is wonderful. You saying that you love tapas and you have mentioned before um, how much you like. Um, I just. Do, yes. Uh-huh. I have his cookbook mm-hmm. and you would have liked the dish that I made last night then because I did. It was a salt encrusted pork and mm. then it had I couldn't find Serrano ham for mm-hmm. it. So I found another like spicy ham to put with it. I told him, I was like, it's so good. I'm going to make this again, <laughs> but I'm going to make more of it. it Incredible. Was it was so good. Yeah. It sounds good. Yum. But yeah, Toledo, I agree. It is a great place. I got to dine there, um, which is why he hasn't been, because it was when they were doing the grand opening. Mm-hmm. And so it was like myself and um, uh Deanna from Disney Dorks and Chip mm. from Chipping Company. We had it table together and we had such a good time um, enjoying the food there. Mm-hmm. I, I just really enjoy it. We went as a family in November when we went down and every time we, we've gone a couple times, they were closed for a long time, even post post closing stuff over there. But when they reopened, I was really happy and it, they have a lot of really great allergy friendly options which is always a selling point for me oh yeah lots of wine to choose from you know i i love it i think it's great well and the one good thing is a lot of times with tapas especially tapas spanish style tapas it's a mm-hmm. lot of meat and veggie yes. based dishes so you don't have to worry about the gluten 
part of exactly. it. Exactly. Which makes exactly. it a great choice for anyone who is gluten intolerant. Yes. yes. So one of my my places that I picked for our list was Bowl and Bear, and it is located over at Waldorf Astoria, Orlando. So it's technically not Disney, but it is within the gates. And it's a it's a beautiful restaurant. The staff there is amazing. They know way more than you would expect them to know when it comes to not just the menu items, but also what pairs well, whether it be a cocktail, wine, a beer. You tell them what you like and what you like about it, and they're going to make you something fantastic when it comes to a cocktail that is exactly what you want. Shout out to the uh, maitre d' Tim, who's the well, yeah, best. Who always takes care of us. And yeah. we still talk about punk rock over Instagram. He's the best ever, the best, bar none. Always ask for Tim. Love it. it, it looks, I'm looking at their menu. There because... It looks like they also have some options for two. So, oh yeah. again, they want you to come on your date and like enjoy yourself. So I'll tell you that the tomahawk for two is probably like the tomahawk for like four to six. It's huge. I just did the tomahawk is a 38 ounce Allen brothers prime 32 day dry aged. Let me tell you that's legit. So legit. And when Mm -hmm. they, they, they put out the, the, the candle and stuff and they melt that stuff together. We've seen it. It's just, it's so good. Well, and I will say one of the cool things that they do is, In the fall, when Epcot does Food and Wine Festival, they do Food and Wine Weekends on Fridays and Saturday nights, and they have a a special menu, multi-course meal. They have options for, there's two different options for wine pairings with it, but Mm -hmm. that, like, to me, that's the one thing that I feel is beyond worth the amount of money you spend on it because the food is incredible, but the service and the person being able to guide you to fit exactly what kind of tastes you have. Um, you just, you can't beat the experience that you mm-hmm. have there. And so it's something that I enjoy taking friends to, uh, who've never been. And I'm like, cause we did take a Sid and John from WDW Park Hoppers. We got them to go with us because they had never been. And I said, well, let's go to dinner. You know, it's, it's sent them the menu and was like, is this okay? You know, cause it's not, it's not cheap. Um, and price wise, I was like, you know, does this sound like something you'd be interested in? They're like, yeah. And they were like, oh, you weren't kidding. Like you're, you're right. This place is amazing. But That's they've got another like one. We gotta try short, it. We gotta check it out. Beef short ribs, as Al John mentioned, the tomahawk for two. They've got a featured wagyu, and of course, that's going to be whatever market price is. There's the Spanish, uh, a Spanish chop, um, bull and bear fried chicken, maplewood smoked, um, Faroe Island salmon. So I mean, lots, lots of amazing choices what to eat there love it all right my next suggestion was wine bar george at disney springs they have an upstairs and a downstairs they do a nightly featured cocktail lots of choices it's it's very nice in there lots of wood and glass accents 
lots of wine to choose from. I like this place regardless. We go here a lot when we're in town. Oh, yeah. 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 And the fact that you uh, have a master sommelier who there's yes. only 200 of those in the world. And I believe he's the only master sommelier in the state of Florida. I could be wrong, oh. but I do believe I do believe that to be true. I oh, could be I wrong, but that. I, That's impressive. I, I thought I remember reading that somewhere. Um, he is a great person to talk to wine about. We did when the when the whole pandemic first started, we interviewed him, Bubba and I did, and it was Ooh. it was a great interview. He gave amazing options. So if you say, I only can spend $10 on a bottle of wine, he can tell you an amazing bottle of wine for $10. And he actually did. You know, what's, <laughs> really, bought it. what's awesome about uh, George Melotes is that he makes it so accessible and for people to understand how great wine can be without that arrogant air that that some people do like I remember specifically doing a wine seminar um at 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 the Swan and Dolphin uh-huh and I knew we were and, and and it was great but the person teaching the class was extremely he he was like the he was like the Anton Ego of like did I say that right? That is like, yeah, he's like yep. of, uh, you know, worse, <laughs> but because he was this like a really fast talker, talked down to a lot of stuff. And he was just like, no, George Melotes is not like that. He is literally the guy next door with all this great knowledge. And he just shares it because he loves food and wine. And that is just great. I mean, you said you, we said the same thing about Todd English when we met Todd English. Mm-hmm. He's just that kind of guy. Um, nice just super nice and accessible. But in, so anyway, that's my two cents. That's awesome. Well, and I think it's the other thing is, is that you find a lot of time times with people who talk about wine is they are so educated on it and they do go to the best of the best that they forget that the majority of people who are drinking wine, that's not where they are, you know, mm-hmm. and that, that, makes it very intimidating to people who may just now be starting to drink wine. And he doesn't make it that way. He makes you feel very comfortable and, you know, ask what you like and what you don't like about wines and that kind of stuff. And it's amazing. And the food at the restaurant, you know, that's the other thing is he really is all about the food. It being the experience of the food and the wine complementing each other. Mm-hmm. So... It's romantic fun. It's I like the outdoor it's, it's great vibe. that we had when we went there. I do like the vibe <laughs> a lot. The Edison lighting, everything about it. It's just super fun. So great, great on you, Kat, for suggesting that. It's good. Love it. What's next? Next would be, and I picked this place pretty much because it has a romantic ambiance. And that would be San Angel Inn Restaurante. I don't think it's the best food, you know, in the park. But the food is good, but the atmosphere is amazing because you're inside the Aztec Pyramid and the Mexico Pavilion, and you're sitting on the Three Caballeros attraction, so you get to see the boats go by, but mm-hmm. you have the, the lit pyramid in the background, and it looks like it's nighttime, just like uh, over 
at the you've got in Disneyland the Blue Bayou, which yes. sits inside Pirates of the Caribbean. It there's just something that's just romantic about that dark attraction atmosphere that has the the pretended night all day long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that I think is is a great place if you are looking for something romantic that is going to fit your budget even better. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And it's in the park. There's not a ton of in the park spaces that are like that anymore. Yeah. So this is one of those special places where you can just like kind of step out of the hustle and bustle of Epcot as it is because festivals all year round now. Yeah. So yeah, it's not like you go into Tony's town square magic kingdom and think you're going to do the whole spaghetti shared meatball thing across oh, the yeah. table. Like you, 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 it's not going to happen. It just that it's not going to happen at Tony's town square, but it will happen at San mm-hmm. Angel. So there you go. <laughs> you're going to have the meatball shared. <laughs> yes. El Bondi goes. <laughs> I'm in. Uh, also, if you're there, this is just my personal recommendation, but try the sweet corn ice cream because it's delicious. It's so weird, but it's so good. Which ice cream? Sweet corn. Oh, oh yes. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I don't really like corn, but I, I do it. like I do like that ice cream. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Unusual ice creams somehow always tend to be amazing yes like yes like oddly delicious yes that's a perfect way to explain it oddly delicious i'm in okay our last but not least place cat yes i think our last one is a little obvious it's going to be the california grill at disney's contemporary resort at the tippy top of the contemporary you can see the fireworks from there they're doing the 50th celebration right now but they basically have 50th celebration every year all the time because you can see the fireworks there every single night the food is good the ambiance is great it's you can't go wrong if you can get a reservation good on you when we went for our anniversary i don't mm-hmm. remember what year it was we were there for our anniversary and and we used to when we first started going as annual pass holders and we would go during our anniversary, we would always like surprise each other with something. It was like, you know, we're each going to do something as like our anniversary gift to the other one, but something unique. And I remember I had that year for him, I had picked the behind the seeds tour because he loves the living with the land attraction. And for me, he had called ahead of time and had something special delivered to the restaurant. And it was the Cinderella glass slipper and it came with the little tiara. So that was my special on a little fluffy pillow. Uh I love it. (laughs) I love it. Disney Dream Makers, baby. Yes. Yeah, yo. This is not paid for by them, but <laughs> if you're use looking, promo code. Use, use, pro, use, use promo code Dining at Disney. I wish we had, yeah, I wish we had a promo code. God, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the food there is is great. And it's really cool that you can see the fireworks. Absolutely. And, you know, and they have no problem with if fireworks are taking place, you stepping away from the table and going outside and viewing them. Mm-hmm. And they'll mm-hmm. make sure that they deliver your like if you 
step out and your food hasn't delivered, they'll bring it to you when you, you know, come back to your table. It's not going to just be sitting there getting cold. (laughs) So are they still usually, I don't know if they still do this, but before it was, if you had a reservation and even if it was before dark, you could still go back to that 15th floor to watch the, the fireworks. I don't know if they're, I don't know what it is, if it is anymore. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But yes, I remember when you could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if everything, you know, the, the pandemic has changed any of that at all for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. But one cool thing is right now is they do have that 50th anniversary celebration menu that you can enjoy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. and that's $89 per person and you get appetizer, entree and dessert. So three course meal, $89. That's not bad at all. Nope. What a bargain. (laughs) We love it. Uh, I think that covers everything, right, Kat? Um, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We hope you did uh, enjoy today's show. If you haven't already, be sure to like and subscribe uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Amazon. You decide we're probably there. Uh, if you want to support the show on Anchor, you can donate as little as 99 cents or as much as $9.99 a month. And we sub- appreciate every single penny. So if you do that, we we adore you. Uh, be sure to check out our shopping links for Amazon, Disney Store, Garden Grocer, all found at diningatdisney.com. Kristen, can you tell everyone where they can find our absent host, Bubba, and yourself and Dining at Disney? Yes, they can find Bubba at big underscore Bubba underscore B on Instagram. That's probably the best place to follow Bubba. As far as Dining at Disney, check us out on your favorite social media platforms. We love Facebook, Instagram. Those are probably the two that we are on most um, and Kat, I'm going to let you tell them where to find you. You can find me on Instagram at catastrophe at C-A-T underscore A-S-T-R-O-P-H-E. And as far as traveling, if you're looking to do Disney World, Disneyland, Universal Orlando, or any cruise line, you can contact me at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com for your free quote and to book your trip and... If you are celebrating something special, definitely let me know uh, because I do like to send my clients a little something extra. Always send something extra for kids. So, And if you're looking for more great podcasts because you know you found one right here with Dining at Disney, but you can also check out the Disney list with Alton and myself. Uh, Park Hopper John and Sid, they have WDW Park Hoppers, the Disney Parks Podcast with Tony and John, or you can check out Dave Bossert and Al John's Skull Rock Podcast. And make sure you don't forget, but check out Kat's podcast, Eat the Pictures. And if you like Facebook for fun, entertaining friends, check out the Disney Dorks and the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone. Until next time, bon appetit. Information and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment and informational purposes. All other trademarks mentioned are the property of their respective owners. I'm Kristen Hetzel, vacation planner, world traveler, Disney foodie, and theme park fan. I'm Al John Go. I'm the husband who's also Disney, Star Wars, and Marvel Comics fan. 
And together, we host the Disney List Podcast. Every week, you'll hear us list our favorite things about Disney theme parks, films, shows, travel, Marvel, and Star Wars in a top 10 list, rankings, and more. That's an impressive list. Subscribe to the Disney List Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast platform. You can even stream us on Sorcerer Radio at srsounds.com and check out our live shows on Facebook, the Disney List Podcast. Visit thedisneylist.com. Eat the Pictures is a bite-sized movie podcast. Every week we look at the ways different movies from classic horror to rom-com use food to tell stories on screen. Food unites us all. Let's explore it piece by piece on Eat the Pictures. Stay hungry.